0: You are now listening to Random
1: Ramblings with Rob. If you like hanging out at Walmart, if you like hanging out in the aisles, if you like talking random stuff, Random Ramblings with Rob. Random Ramblings with Rob. Yo, yo.
0: Random Ramblings with Rob.
1: Walmart talking for random, for random, We're random, We're random Roblings for rob. rob, 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 Rob.
0: <laughs> what up, everybody? This your boy B Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week, or however you listen to podcasts. And if you're a new listener, I also appreciate you for taking the time out of your day, night, morning. And uh, giving this show here a try. If uh, anybody recommended you to me, uh, give that person a crisp high five. And um, as you heard at the beginning of the show, um, my guest that's with me right now has not heard it because it's gonna be done in post. <laughs> um, this episode is sponsored by Studio Studio Headphones. That's some good shit. And also Hooks rubs and spices. Some deliciousness to spread all over your meats and put vegetables and all that all that stuff that you put in your mouth. Not penises or vaginas or boobs. I, I wouldn't recommend putting herbs and spices on there unless that's your thing. I don't know. It might be. I, I have never sprinkled some uh, smoking sweetness on uh, Mrs. B. Rob's breasticles and uh, tried that out to taste. But... um. Maybe one day I'll try it out and let you know. i report back. Uh, if you go to the Whatever Man podcast, they talk about uh, sprinkling some hooks, rose and spices on your penis head. So, um, I don't know if they did that or they were just kind of like flowing with the conversation like I'm doing right now, but they said it. It's recorded. You can go <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> so, somebody put some hooks, rose and spices somewhere. It, it's going to wind up on your face, neck, and chest regardless. But, Without further ado, let me introduce my guest. It is Ben, one half of the freaking Blockbuster Mentality Podcast, and welcome to the show.
1: (laughs) Thank you, my friend. I don't know how to follow all of that up, but yes, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it, man. (laughs) Yep,
0: we had uh, Dave on last week. I wanted to call him Dan for whatever reason.
1: Yeah, Dave Dan, it's it's all the same. Yeah, it d- doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, I, I heard Dave was on. Hopefully, it went well. I Haven't heard it yet, but at at the time of this recording, anyways. Yeah.
0: So yeah, we had a good old time. We talked about the movies yeah, and the things, which time. is kind of y'all forte. Y'all um, delve in to um, all kinds of movies, give your thoughts and opinions and whatnot. So I mean, I didn't. I don't think I asked uh, Dave. Or Dan is what I call him. Um, How y'all came together to form Voltron? which is the Blockbuster Mentality Podcast.
1: Voltron, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he offered to uh, put some uh, spice rub on me, and I was like, sure, let's do it. (laughs) And, you know, and then we made a podcast. No, no, I actually, I started it uh, with a buddy not too long ago. uh, You know, back in late 2015, me and my my buddy started it up just doing, like, movie news, movie reviews, things like that. And then kind of you know just went went through the motions with that and then uh dave contacted me after about a year and a half of doing the show and was like hey hey man heard you are doing this you know because i haven't talked to him in years heard he was uh you know heard i was doing it and uh you know was interested so i offered for him to come on and do a uh do an analysis show on one of our favorite movies uh which was raging bull uh robert de niro 1980 i came on and did that and uh we've been going ever
0: since it's funny that you bring that movie up i i just recently purchased that movie um i think tuesday
1: (laughs) oh nice yeah man it's it's a classic man i love that movie it's a it's a as we call it a piece of art as pretentious as that sounds it's just it's just an amazing box not only a box film but just a film all around uh but yeah me and dave used to hang out you know 2007 to like 2009 was kind of our main friendship time uh, he he's really the one that kind of got me into movies and you know the the love of it and things like that and then it was so it was kind of cool we just kind of came full circle and got you know back with each other and you know started up this podcast and now it's our total passion
0: sweet and it was a classic that I ran across Raging Bull because it was only three dollars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that that helps when it's when it's at that price. It's like, how do you not pick it up at that point? I think I yeah, I think years ago I got in like the they used to have like a five dollar DVD bin at Walmart, and I used to uh, just scrummage through that, and uh, definitely had uh, some Raging Bull in there. Yeah, uh, you 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 he's talking about my wheelhouse right now, the Walmart, the 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 five dollar bin. That's my shit. <laughs> I know, man. It's it's great. It's a great deal just to, you know, get your movie collection up. And that's actually, uh, I know it's your show. You sh- you're supposed to be asking me questions, but uh, Dave uh, even mentioned to me, ask him about Walmart. What? What's up, Walmart? You're always recording at Walmart and stuff. What's what's the story with that? I'm sure you've already talked about on your show, but yeah. still, I'm curious. And
0: um, to counterpoint you or whatever, this is my show in the sense that I pay the hosting fees and I upload it and I edit it. But this is the show for the guests, so I mean, feel free to ask me questions. Turn it okay. on its head, do whatever you want, man. It's your show as much as it is mine. <laughs> okay. But the um, Walmart thing <laughs> sounds good, man. Sounds. Good. The Walmart thing it just came about, um, you know, toward the end of my retirement from the military. I had nothing to do. I would just sit at home for hours, and um, the place that I was stationed at Fort Leonard Missouri, Waynesville or Saint Robert, if. If you will Um, It's a block long and a block wide And all they have there Is a motherfucking Walmart So a lot of the times I just find myself inside Walmart Just wasting time And then um, I was a guest on the podcast And they was talking Disparaging shit about motherfucking Walmart And I was like hey man I love Walmart You can't be talking about Walmart like that And all the things that they would say (laughs) Bad about Walmart I would go in Walmart and do so they'd be like, Oh, I hate when the motherfucker okay. leave a, a shopping cart in the middle of the uh parking lot and I would go out there and leave shopping carts in the middle of the parking lot and all kinda of crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and it just kinda nice, man. Yes, you had a Yeah, it just kinda became a part of the show. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you know, well, might, might as well take advantage of that content. That's for sure. Yeah. Man, I mean, I I got no I got no issues with Walmart, man. That's a, and it's unique. You got you know something associated with the military. You know, did, did those memories, things like that. So that's that's pretty cool. Now, my, my thing about it is, is just like one
0: of the driving forces to why I go to Walmart, and not only because it's convenient as fuck, is right down the street from my house, but all the shit that I see on the internet, I never see in motherfucking Walmart. And I just, hopefully one day i just stumble in there. And I want to see some fly shit like that,
1: you know? <laughs> yeah, hoping to one day be able to take advantage and, and get that that one viral picture. Yeah, I think they have like something like People of Walmart or something, a yeah. uh, website of that, and it's just... <laughs> It's insane what what different people wear, and it just happens to be it uh, happens to be a Walmart, of course. Yeah, and that that wind up being yeah. one of my hashtags that I use a lot,
0: and it's called it's a hashtag not in my Walmart. It'll be a picture <laughs> of some crazy shit, and it'll, it'll never happen in my Walmart. So I that's why I tag it that way, not in my Walmart.
1: <laughs> i know it's almost like these these pictures are just set up or something because it's like why doesn't this you know this funny shit happen to me you know what why does it always happen to everyone else it's always on somewhere else on the internet and it's just yeah it's it's crazy there is gonna happen to me someday
0: there's a two-story walmart in albany new york somewhere and that motherfucker whoa, has a
1: whoa 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 i've never heard of a two story walmart is in albany okay i would think it would be like in new york city or something albany really or something like that is i know it's in new york but this motherfucker it has
0: an escalator for your shopping cart what so like there's a escalator in the middle you put your shopping yeah. cart in there and it'll take your shopping cart up while you get on the regular escalator you go up
1: what that is i'm trying to think how that would work okay so you have a bunch of stuff in your cart but you still want to go upstairs so you just put that on a separate one yeah yeah it's so it's like
0: up escalator the little middle aisle for the shopping cart down escalator the little aisle for another shopping cart so it's like two ups and two downs one up is for you one up is for your shopping
1: cart. And you've, you've been here or you no, just I've, saw it I've on, seen online? it. I've seen it on Instagram today, right before we got on. <laughs> okay. Well, that might be one of the, you know, you might have to start visiting different, like, H- Walmarts, like different, like, historical sites of Walmarts. I know. You know? I just, just found out they had a Walmart <laughs> museum. <laughs> exactly. A Walmart museum. <laughs> yeah. This tile. The first fight ever at a Walmart is the first tile that got blood on it and we have a sample of it here at this museum. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> I
0: think it's in Arkansas somewhere because Rogers Arkansas is the ground zero is the very first uh, Walmart was plotted there in Rogers Arkansas. <laughs> oh,
1: wow. So I'll, I thought you were just joking about the museum. So there actually is a museum? Yes, like I follow it on Instagram. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Walmart museum. Mm-hmm. oh man honey i know you like shopping at walmart but today we're going to the walmart museum it's a special sunday today yeah yeah you can just
0: watch your feet when you put your shopping cart an escalator <laughs> <laughs> there you go there you go oh man i don't know man it's just like i can't get enough of the walmart
1: hey man you, you 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 like you like what you like you like what you like like you know, Walmart. I, I'm a Target guy, but uh, but Walmart's definitely definitely more entertaining. You know, there's more chance of entertainment there. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, and, and I have openly admitted it. Uh, even though I love Walmart a lot, um, I will openly admit that Target has a superior electronic section.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, you you can't go wrong in the Target uh electronics session. I mean, that's pretty close to Best Buy in my book is uh Target's Target's electronics. Yeah. Man, shit. I mean and I and I can't go to Best Buy all the
0: time either cuz every time I go in there I spend more than i what I'm supposed to.
1: <laughs> I know, man. That's that's the struggle right there. Go in for one thing and and you end up with uh yeah. Charging up a credit card or something. It's, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's
0: just like I, what, I, I, uh, all I need is an aux cable, and then I come out with a projector
1: and a, a boom box, and <laughs> a, an iPad, <laughs> a microwave. All that shit. <laughs> Didn't need this, but hey, it was a good deal.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, and they get you every time. Be like, nah, man, I can't do that. But we offer financing. And if you apply right now, you get a hundred dollars off in like a bagel bites or some shit i don't know
1: (laughs) yeah i mean (laughs) it's bagel bites it's crazy how pushy they can get i mean it's it's you know it's like a it's just a retail you know regular department store it's kind of like target or walmart and still they can they can be pushy and, and persuasive it's like man you must be getting those fat commission checks with with the way you're pushing me yeah
0: man it's just like i'm not that type of person you know, it's just like even with this podcast, I will reach out to somebody, and if I don't hear back, like, all right, like I reached out to you, and like I didn't press you or whatever. It's just like you, right. you re- whenever right. you responded, is when I responded. But like there's people that be like, "Hey man, want to do this? Hey man, want to do this? Hey man, I sent you two messages a little while ago. Did you get them? Hey man, I just sent you three messages. Did you get them? Hey," and I'm just like, "What the fuck, dude? I'm not that person." Yeah,
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm actually the exact same way. I'm, I'm totally if if you don't respond to me the first time, I'm not going to keep pressing you. And because uh, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the. because, you know, some people do that. And, it's not, you know, some people are annoying about it. Sometimes it's just like people are trying to be persistent. So you kind of understand. But, but yeah, I'm just I'm I'm certainly not that guy. And and I'm glad, you know. You, you even went a step further because you were, you know, uh, getting in contact with with me on the actual blockbuster mentality Twitter, and then you got to my personal Twitter, and that's how you actually got to me. So it's kind of good that you were persistent in that way of trying to go through different avenues of getting to me. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely the same way when it comes to that. Is again, it's it's all about being that guy, and I don't want to be that guy.
0: Yeah, it's just like what I hate is just, yeah, it's um, just like, like what I technology kind of Take fails us in a way it brings us close together but at the same time it pushes us apart <laughs> I've reached out to people right like on Facebook you all right we we probably in the same age bracket right
1: uh ish maybe uh you might be a little older Okay, you're calling me old. Fuck you too. All right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just—I'm just going out because I remember you telling me the age of your kids, and my kids are a little a little younger. So, but that's that just how mean, I'm I started it early. Of. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. <laughs> um, but do you? But anyways, yeah, I'm sure sure we're around the same age. Yeah. What is it? Oh, damn, I I lost my train of thought on that whole thing. Um, hey, it's fuck. That's what we do here. You know, yes. we we you know just we talk and you know sometimes we don't talk we yes. just listen to the wind and listen to the microphones buzzing yes we, and i'm just buying time yes. so you think of your thought again now i'm captivated by your anal- analogies <laughs> <laughs> you know it's a it's a gift it's a gift i try to you know make things as deep sound as deep as they can when really they're very very on the surface there's no deepness to what i'm saying right now um all right what's uh now i got it go ahead i'm glad you stalled (laughs) see see i'm here to help my friend
0: you you remember i mean were you really into youtube for a time when youtube was like really popular
1: I mean, isn't it still popular? Um, I mean, are you talking about like when it first came out?
0: Yeah, like a couple of years ago, like early 2000s and everything like that.
1: I mean, I was definitely aware of it. Um, I don't know uh, how big the fandom was then. But uh, yeah, I mean, I was definitely on it and it was unique. And it was. I I, I even had a couple videos, just comedy videos I used to do with my friends. Just put on there, but. All right. Have you ever heard of a YouTube series called Ask a Ninja? That's funny because one of the comedy videos we did was called Ninja City Ransom. Uh, but Ask a Ninja, I don't think was. Uh, I, I don't think I've heard of that. All right. Well, All right, It well, was a web
0: series back in the day. Uh, this dude dressed up in ninja garb, and you know, he would ask the questions and shit like that and um it was real popular he do wind up spawning off to um, make a book there was a animated series on it um you know a couple things and then all of a sudden in like 2014 or something maybe a little earlier than that it just stopped it just disappeared and i was just like man what the fuck happened to this dude yeah So, so i look around um Find the Facebook page for the place. And it was the same thing like everywhere else. Like if you go to the Twitter account, the last tweet was from like I think 2012. Um, the last uh freaking Facebook was like 2012, the last video was like 2012. And um I was like, Golly man, what happened to this dude? So yeah. just for shits and giggles. No, it was 2014 was the last. So that was the last time they started posting shit. So just for shits and giggles, I get on the Facebook messenger and I messaged the Asking Ninja freaking um, account. And I was like, hey, would you be interested in being on my podcast so on and so forth? And then I just left it there. A little blue check come out, let you know that it reached uh, whoever you're trying to send it to. And it sat there. And then all of a sudden, out of a blue, maybe like a month later, I got a response and said, Yeah, let's do this. And I was like, Oh shit, I got him. <laughs> <laughs> so immediately, I mean, soon as it, soon as my phone buzzed, I picked it up. I responded. I was like, Hey, I could do these days, you know, being real cordial and, you know, polite and everything. Typey, 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 send. And it just sat in the ether. The little blue check mark didn't come up. It didn't get to the other end, like somebody acknowledged it or whatever. And I was like, Fuck. Right. So I sent another message, same thing. Send another message, same thing. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my no! god!" <laughs> and then damn um, jeez. I, I get on there. I try to find an email. No email. I get on the freaking. Um, I go on the YouTube. Try to find a uh, contact information on there. Nothing. Um, I'm on dude. IMDb. Trying to find the real actor's name. Trying to find some social media <laughs> accounts that he may have. Uh, i find an instagram send a message nothing goddamn tweeted nothing and i was like fuck
1: <laughs> yeah jeez. so did, did he ever respond did you ever get a hold of him no, no. oh di- my god it, it died it, right there in facebook it wouldn't have been so bad it wouldn't have been so bad but he teased you and said yeah let's do it and then you're <laughs> waiting for him to come back trying to locate him and he never responds that's crazy how long ago was this um, let me see. It was damn,
0: fuck, man. Now I'm getting upset all over again. <laughs> all right, here we go. Sorry, sorry to do that. To I just, fucking, yep. I'm just fuck with you. All right. Um, first initial contact was May 26th. You know, hello. I was wondering if you were interested in being a guest on any podcast. Response June 23rd, <laughs> and then always. What's your podcast? So my immediate response was, damn, you know, I sent them links to the show where you can find it on iTunes, Spotify, and then that's when it didn't go through. And then I was, like, I was like,
1: fuck. Hey, did they tweet again after that or anything? Well, that was, they, was there any other tweets or anything just randomly? No. Well, that was Facebook. Man, I got, man I got, that's crazy. I
0: got nothing on Facebook. And then let's see. Yeah. I found him on Instagram. I sent a message. Let's see. Where is it? Da, 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 compelling television. All right.
1: <laughs> exactly. Two weeks. I kind of want to help you on this quest two. now. This is this seems like something I want to like get get a hold of him and try to see what's, uh, what what goes on here. This is this is quite interesting.
0: Yep. So I found him yep. on Instagram. So, um, found him on inst- two weeks ago. Some message two saying, ago, "Hey, I got something. you on Facebook. It wasn't responding. You know, blah blah blah. blah. Here's my email address and yada yada yada. And I sent two photos of the you know the logo for the show, so you know which podcast it was. Nothing.
1: <laughs> Man, what's uh, what's his name on Facebook again? I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna look him up. Well, Facebook it was the uh, show's account. Is Ask a Ninja?
1: Ask a Ninja. Okay. Yeah and then i want to help you on this quest yeah. i'm going to we're, we're going to get him on your show ask a ninja okay i'm just going to write this down right now and get back to it but uh yeah that's good. it just again it makes it so much worse that he actually responded to you and now is not it's not returning your calls so oh, no what's <laughs> what's going on here yeah and then like
0: sometimes like when i reach out to these people it's like like me me and you it's just like all right you know we just Rambling on about fucking Walmart and asking ninja and so on and so forth. We've been doing so for like damn near thirty, <laughs> right. 30 minutes now, but like somebody that like um, I've known for years, like from my youth, or maybe been on a television show that I enjoyed or whatever, or even a movie I've enjoyed. If I had the opportunity to get somebody like that on my show, I don't know what the fuck I would do. It's just like uh, how the Joker says, "Like I'm, I'm I like, know, I'm like a dog chasing a dude, car. I don't know dude, what I would I actually didn't... do if I actually caught one." <laughs>
1: Yeah. I'm the same way. Like I keep like thinking like, maybe I'll go for this like voice actor in this cartoon series or something and respond and, you know, reach out to him and see if he'll, you know, come on the show. But it's like, then I start thinking like, what am I going to say to him? What <laughs> am I going to have good content to ask him? Things like that. It's just, yeah, I I, <laughs> I know what you mean there. It's, it's, it's kind of scary in a way. <laughs> yeah. I know.
0: Cause like most recently I reached out to uh, Michael Jai White. Um, The original guy that played Spawn um, You know he's going to be Jackson The new Mortal Kombat movie And um, I got responses From his uh, PR team And you know they said it was going to hit me back Or whatever but like I heard him on two other shows that I listened to And I have been a guest on you know will bear full of dicks podcast he was a guest on there and um he was on another show that i wasn't a guest on but i i listen to it quite often is that movie show and i've heard okay. him talk on two different shows you know the questions that they threw at him and everything so that was kind of like my prep so all right i know if i get this guy on this show i done heard him say two other times th- about this thing this thing and this thing so i know what not to ask when you come over here if he ever come over here
1: yeah i know <laughs> i know it's i mean obviously yeah i mean we we think that initially but i'm sure once we would actually prepare for it i think i think we'd do all right but uh the, the original spawn wasn't that john leguizamo is that who you said or no <laughs> michael J. White. john leguizamo was the clown <laughs> oh the cloud oh, okay yeah yeah yeah. wow yeah okay <laughs> that makes more sense <laughs> yeah, I was going through that in my head i was like yeah john liguizamo is spawn spawn that doesn't make sense um okay yeah but uh yeah i mean if you if you had a chance to do it i mean so have you actually reached out to anyone like big like that or well not big
0: per se and as I say, yeah. big, I'm scrolling past uh, a plastic surgeon here in Houston, Texas, that does uh, butt implants. And I'm looking at big booty cheeks on my timeline.
1: Um, hey, you know, you got to do, you know. Yeah, no I, I,
0: I, I asked him to be on the <laughs> show, too, because I want to see I want to pick his mind. I want to be like, dog, you deal with booty and titties all day. What was what, that? <laughs> what what
1: does, what does that do to your yeah, everyday it, life? It, <laughs> right yeah are you just numb to it like when you see it on the street or something or are you just like yeah yeah i know how that happened yeah like well, yeah what <laughs> yeah. how do or, you treat or that you, or what yeah, yeah or would you people be analyzing people, be people, people all the time and be like, all right i can lift this here and pull this here <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah see someone who's you know maybe like a six you know and they're like ah. Uh, I could probably make them an eight or a nine. Yeah. That's got to be such an interesting, you know, job to have and such an interesting insight you to have on that. It's crazy, man. And that's why I wanted him on the show, because he's local. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's got to be some interesting conversations there. He's got to have some really good stories. Yeah. And then, like, with
0: these, um, I think people that I've reached out to so far, I'm a wrestling fan. So um, there's a wrestling show on the L Ray Network called Lucha Underground. And uh, one of the main characters on there goes by the name of Marty the Moth. And um, I was able to snag him and get him on the show. So he's been on here before. And um, just talking to him is just like, all right, basic questions, softballs. It's like, all right, what got you into wrestling? You know, blah, 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 blah. And then we just, I kind of got off of that. And um, we were just talking about, like, you know, what did you do before you started wrestling? This motherfucker was like an investment banker and shit.
1: Quit, yeah. Quit. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I like interviews is when they like get, you know, just kind of like rambling how we're doing right now. It's just like when they're just like talking instead of just like, well, you know, yeah, exactly. Like you said, like what, what got you into wrestling? What's your favorite wrestling move? You know, just the things everyone asks, whereas the, like the conver- the conversations and the interviews I like are conversations, you know, they're just talking about life, just talking about you know different things it's it's way more interesting that way yeah what what i find though is just like with him and um
0: another lady she uh jessica cameron and um i i find myself trying to be on my best behavior because like me and you i was like i don't give a fuck talk about hooks other spices on your on your dick hole and shit but like <laughs> exactly. i wouldn't do that with them you know <laughs>
1: right <laughs> yeah there's, there's definitely you treat you know people a little differently based on their their status or whatever but yeah I mean with us it's just like yeah screw it you know just rub rub that spice you know anywhere anywhere you'd like and then yeah that again opening the show with that that was that was some good stuff I didn't know how to follow but uh, now it's got me thinking <laughs> of you know trying some stuff out as long as it's not too spicy I think it would still you know keep the mood all right and everything I think yeah. it would be all right and some people like it hot and funky <laughs> that's true too yeah i guess uh i don't know i mean there's different spices there's different <laughs>
0: spices to suit your needs i mean there's the the smoky burn which is a little spicy and then there's the mad cow and then there's the smoking sweetness
1: you know that's that's the one i prefer so is this <laughs> yeah the smoky sweetness then that, that sounds like something you'd you know yeah some body rub there but find this spice something a friend does or is it uh yes. where, where'd you find this yes sponsor of the show' <laughs> Um Hooks, Rose and Spices. You can
0: find it on Etsy.com If you go to Hooks Rose and Spices dot Etsy dot com, <laughs> use that promo well, code I didn't, three R show. I
1: didn't, for, I didn't ask for you to give me an ad. I was just I was just looking to see how you how you got you know interacted with them. Um yeah, or is um, it your
0: for, spices? Oh no, it's not my spices. I'm not that talented. <laughs> um, <laughs> now nah, is um they are akin to um a podcast called the hashtag Blackout Podcast. I've befriended them over the past uh, year and some change and whatnot and they kind of um hey we got this thing like you to be um, a figurehead for it i was like yeah i do that shit and plus it's tasty
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean hey as long as you're promoting something you like and not just doing it just for you know your own benefit and you know it's just like that's great it's crazy
0: <laughs> because I, I I didn't know how much I liked it until damn because my wife cooks she loves to cook and she cook all kind of crazy yeah. shit and um anytime you know I come home he was like you ready to eat I was like yeah and I was like what are we having and she'd be like we having this this and this I said like, did you put some hooks frozen spices on it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's awesome that you actually are craving it and hoping she put it on there that's i i'm i'm gonna have to go on uh, etsy there and uh, and have to try the spice out because i actually like to cook myself i get i uh, got a got a griddle outside a flat top grill that i like oh, to so cook on so that, uh, i'll definitely be trying that out blackstone. what was that is it a blackstone grill or is it a blackstone grill? yes sir ah, blackstone i one grill. One too. yes sir <laughs> nice oh my god how awesome is it hell yeah it's (laughs) like
0: man i i I put some i cook on there and then i just scrape all that shit off into the little bucket and spray it down clean it off real nice put some oil on it and just let it sit till the next time i need it i ain't got to worry about no motherfucking charcoal and all
1: this other bullshit oh my god yes exactly that's that's just what i did tonight we made uh we made some quesadillas on it tonight and it was scrumptious Oh man I love case these <laughs> dude it's have you ever made them on the on the griddle no 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 I have not yet well you gotta because well, got yeah I love this thing man it's it's great the only problem is it's right now it's just like I get I'm like drenched in sweat after just because of the summertime here in oh, Tampa yeah. and the same over there in in Houston right um it's yeah it's just it's almost miserable cooking out yes. there right now the H stands for humid. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you guys were right out there on the Gulf, too. So, yeah, it's – oh, my God. You walk outside, and it's like a punch in the face. It's ridiculous.
0: Hell, yeah. And it's easy to get sick, too, because, like, you'd be in the house freezing your balls off. It's like, man, it's fucking cold in here. Then you open the door to check the mail or some shit. And he's like, ah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> the mail can wait. The mail can wait. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like um, yeah, that's great. Terminator 2 when Go she you holding on to the fence and shit.
1: Ah! <laughs> yeah seriously yeah well i mean i know you haven't been in uh houston too long but uh not to get this on a conversation about weather you know because that's boring but uh were you were you there for harvey yes oh <laughs> it man was like right after man. i moved here it happened oh man <laughs> that's a good first impression right there did you get any damage or anything
0: oh nah. and then i wouldn't have gave a shit anyway because it was a rental property we was living
1: in at the time <laughs> Oh, true. Yeah. That's good. I was like, fuck your and house. Yeah, I
0: don't care. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Because we, we had Irma right after you guys, which wasn't nearly as disastrous as we thought it was going to be. Harvey was more of a, a tragedy than, than that was. But yeah, it's, it's, it was still some stressful times, you know, getting things ready and everything, knowing it's coming. Yeah. This is like, I think it's been
0: 10 years since something that bad has hit Houston or that area. Right. So. People were just like, "Oh man, shit don't happen around here." We say they're gonna get hurricanes or tornadoes all the time, and nothing ever happens. And that shit just showed up. Like, I'm gonna show you, bitches. Ah.
1: <laughs> Seriously, man. Jeez, yeah, it's crazy. But at least, he, at least you guys then got the World Series right after, so that that kind of made up for it. You yeah. Know?
0: See, that's what I tried to I tried to parlay it on the fact that hey, I moved here. Fuck Harvey. But since I moved here, y'all won the World <laughs> Series. And then I thought the Astros, I mean, not the Astros, the Rockets were going to go to the finals. I was like, hey, man, this is all because I moved here.
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. Yeah, I mean, the Rockets, man, they almost they almost got there. I, I, and I don't know what's going to happen now. I mean, it's going to be Golden State probably for the next three years now. Well,
0: shit, now got LeBron and Cousins and whoever else on the lake is
1: yeah, but yeah, I still think Golden State's gonna still just own the West, even with LeBron over there. But time will tell. That's for sure. Yeah. Goddamn. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a big basketball guy or not as
0: not as much as I used to? I mean, I I was in the era of Jordan and Magic and all those other guys. So I mean i enjoyed that basketball and then i got out of it tried to come back to
1: it and i was just like me i'm good yeah yeah that's i mean I'm, I'm a little later than you there just because i i'm a pistons fan so we didn't weren't good until you know in the early two i mean we were good you know, until Rodman colored 90s, his obviously hair the early 90s <laughs> until Rodman. what Man, was that until
0: Rodman colored his hair <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was big into the you know the Ben Wallace days and the Rashid Wallace. Uh, like from two thousand two to two thousand six, I was like the biggest basketball fan. And then it just kind of, kind of died off after your your team starts to not do so good. I mean, as you, as you said, with the the Jordan, with the Bulls not doing, you know, yeah. was, was were the Bulls your team or? Yeah, because I mean, like, it was because
0: of Jordan. That, the, that I heavily rooted for the Bulls and everything. And you know, it's just like, yeah. um, right right now if you ask me what my teams are, my teams are my state teams, my home state. Um, I'm from Louisiana, so every Louisiana team is my team. So now I got the Pelicans and the Saints. The Saints, they won one Super Bowl, but you know, for the rest of them, my, my lifetime, they, they've sucked ass. <laughs> you know? So I mean, it, it was kind of... <laughs> meh to get into football but then now um, we just got the Pelicans and like they have potential but they're not doing so well so now basketball for me is like meh you know (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> i know man yeah i i definitely don't have uh i mean i still i love watching football and stuff i don't have as a passion for sports as i used to but i still you know i'm a big fan of sports but you guys you your saints have one more super bowl than my lions so yeah at least you got that going for you i've i've been you know live and die with my lions for my whole life and so see, and that's another thing too, S- someday we'll like, get there
0: it's just like the, with the saints or whatever they got all time fucking quarterback. Every time he play a fucking game, he break a goddamn record. But we can't get to the motherfucking playoffs and win a goddamn game. <laughs> I
1: mean, that's. I mean, honestly, that's kind of how I feel with our quarterback Stafford. I mean, it's just he's throwing up all these numbers and it's just insane. And they they can't even again make the playoffs or a uh, playoff game. It's just yeah, it's it's a struggle. It's a struggle. Yeah. But uh, it's still still fun to watch, yeah. and it's fun to have a team to- team to root for. But just, again at least you had the world series man yeah it's in like louisiana
0: doesn't have a professional baseball team so the astros are my adopted team
1: <laughs> yeah that that makes sense because i mean it's not like you abandoned any of your teams by you know moving there like you know i am obviously from detroit so i when i move down here like i i like to see like the tampa sports teams do good but i'm i'm never going to abandon my my detroit teams yeah um uh, you yeah, know, it's always going to be lions, red wings, pistons, and uh, tigers. Yeah, and I that, think I got them
0: all. Yeah, that's kind of the thing, too. Is just like, all right, you live here, so why not kind of root for the place where you live, you know?
1: yeah exactly yeah the tampa bay lightning and hockey i did they just they made it far in the playoffs this year And man i was getting so stoked for them and i was hoping they'd make it because again it's fun to root for the home team even when you go to the games mm-hmm. it's like why why have this you know attitude about them like oh well it's not my team so i cannot root for them it's like dude you live here just
0: yeah. have I'm just some like, fun yeah i'm just Let's like short I'm just like, yeah, this is good. And I say, I want you to go to the playoffs. If, but if it, ever, if it ever in some alternate reality came down to where it was the Rockets versus the Pelicans, I'm going to go with the Pelicans.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. That's exactly how I am too. Yep. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, I if it was going to be the Red Wings and the Lightning in the playoffs, I n- 100% would have won for the Red Wings. But, again, I live here now. So, yeah, I totally, totally on, on board with you there. Mm-hmm now damn blockbuster mentality
0: podcast i, I tell you what uh, since i was a, a guest on your show i've been uh, keeping up with the show and everything because i mean we we kind of um, crossed each other's paths via blind retweets i mean i know you're familiar with it you know somebody put something up since they're a podcast and you're a podcaster hey retweet show some support give them a like and whatnot and um, I think what yeah, I think what right. it was, we was in one of them fucking. By God, drain my phone battery, group chats, and um, I think you put a filler out there for some guest spots and shit, and I volunteered. I, I paid tribute.
1: <laughs> yes, you did, and I I appreciate that. Yeah, because we're we're finally starting to to network a little and and try to get more people on the show. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. Those blind retweets. I mean, we're, we're all guilty to it and you know, it, it's a good thing in a way, but at the same time, you're just kind of retweeting your own, you know, other podcasts and they're retweeting you to benefit their podcast. So it's kind of, you fall in that, that little bubble there, but, uh, it, I, th- I think it does more good than harm, but there's still some, some, uh, negatives to it, but, uh, but yeah, Doug, it was awesome that you, you responded to us and, you know, you have a special place in my heart, my man. <laughs> <laughs> it's in that. That's another thing too, is just like, like to go back
0: to the, um, the freaking, um, internet and the technology and everything. Emails. Simplest thing. You open that bitch up, right you type some things in there, you put a header on there if you want to. You send it to the person, and they instantly get it and they can read it and they can instantly send some shit back to you. Is that simple? Right. Is that fucking simple, but nobody fucking does it. You know, I think it's just. I know. <laughs> I think it's kind of the fault of businesses or just us in general to where. We just use this damn email to log into whatever the fuck we want to do just so we can do this one thing. And now we're getting all kind of spam in our motherfucking inbox, which makes it unpleasant to check your motherfucking email.
1: But. Yeah, seriously, man. I don't, I, I mean, I hardly, I check my email maybe three times a week and it's just, it's all just nonsense. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, but it, it would make things easier if it was just, you know, email a person. It's not, you know, I mean, social media is good too, but yeah, if, if email by definition should be easier now than it is now. Yeah,
0: it's just like, all right, my, my pet peeve is if you have a profile, to where you try to promote yourself and you attach a point of contact whether it be an email or you know something like that to where a person can use that to get a hold of you. If I use it and I don't get shit back from you, that that fucking pisses me off. Now, <laughs> let's 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 put this in categories though. Like if I was to fucking email goddamn Barack Obama if he had a public email or whatever I don't expect him to hit me up right away you know or at all but right, what Yeah, exactly. Curti- common courtesy though is just like have your fucking email set up with a goddamn automatic response so they're like hey you know your email has been received goddamn blah 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 thank you for your interest in whatever the fuck it is and, you know simple shit like that just to be like or or even if you're not interested just be like hey I can't because of this or I'm just not interested I would fucking love that so goddamn much rather than just my shit just floating out in fucking internet space and shit
1: Right. It, especially yeah, at least let me know in your auto reply why you might not respond. Because yeah, I mean, if you're like me, I mean it's just when I email someone and they don't respond, I'm either thinking like I always think the worst, like, oh, they obviously don't like my show or they don't like what I have to offer or they're too good for me, or anything like that. When you know, sometimes the reality is they maybe they just don't cho- don't check it that often, but at the same time it's like at least respond at least give me something you know to to go off of say so, yeah, i totally totally hear what you're saying there makes me angry and then me-
0: even even worse <laughs> sorry, even so worse sorry. than that is them you email a motherfucker you get a response
1: and then you don't hear from him again after that <laughs> yeah i know well just like uh ask a ninja well that was, that's what he did well, yeah well i don't think
0: it was the, i don't think I don't it was the fault of that person i think it was just the, the fault of the system
1: <laughs> okay but i mean
0: <laughs> you know i mean and then we i'm i'm just saying this as, as a peeve or whatever i mean we got throwing all kind of other variables as well some people have an instagram account just to look at people pictures and they don't even use the motherfucker, you know So, I mean, if I send somebody a message on Instagram, they may not even know how to even look at that shit or even look at their account enough to realize they got a fucking message. So, you know, I take that into account. But if you have some kind of public medium for a motherfucker
1: to get in contact with you, why aren't you using it? Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. It's yeah. Don't put that out there if, uh, if you're not going to use it. Yeah. I mean, cause even, I mean, I, I, I fall a little guilty to that with, uh, Instagram cause I'm not on our shows. Insta- I'm on my personal Instagram a lot, but not on our shows, Instagram a lot. So like, I didn't even see that you had tagged us in a picture once. And like, I responded to you like days later. I'm like, Oh, damn he what a nice guy and here i am just being an asshole not responding to him for days and <laughs> um it's just it, it's hard to doing this kind of thing when you got like a full-time job and you're yeah. you know you're doing you got other stuff to do i wish this was my full-time job but uh um but yeah i, I totally hear where you're coming from yeah it, it's just like i yeah, guess i got like, like, a,
0: like a small type of ocd or whatever because i constantly check my emails just for the off chance that a motherfucker email me back or, you know, somebody emailed me just in general, you know, for inquiries or whatever it is. I'm constantly in my shit trying to see what the hell is going on, you know, but like, yeah. other people aren't like that. And I just like sometimes I don't get it. But at the same time, I do get it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. It's it's tough, man. When you got and you got busy, I, I, I see what you mean. Um. Yeah, I, I I am like that to an extent. Uh, but at the same time, I, I I think I get burnt out from it. Like from being so obsessed with it, sometimes so I'm just like, I'm not. I'm done checking my email. I am just too tired for this shit.
0: Yeah, because like when I first started a podcast, it was like really bad, man. It's just like my phone was by my face, you know, constantly. You know, and you yeah, know, it was to the uh, point to where my, me and my old lady would get in arguments about shit so you know i just kind of scaled it back or whatever to like right now i mean typically i wouldn't record on a friday i would only be restricted i would only restrict myself to a monday or a tuesday and then um, um if if anything if i couldn't get you on that monday or tuesday i would try to get you early saturday or early sunday morning because i know that's like yeah kids will sleep in late on the weekends i can um, my wife would be at work in the mornings on the weekend so like i wouldn't disturb nobody and i wouldn't you know you know i wouldn't you know disrupt anything that's going on in the house you know and like mondays and tuesdays my old lady wouldn't be around so that would be time for me to kind of fuck off and do whatever the hell it is i want to do and get it done on that monday and tuesday you know
1: right yeah, I mean that's that's definitely the the bitter sweetness of uh, of married life is you know not, not being able to do just whatever you want to do anytime you want you you do have to you know still you know kind of answer to somebody and you know be there for somebody so I, yeah I'm totally uh, relating to you on that on that scale um, yeah because we used to record once a week. Um, which definitely got me burnt out for a while. We, we recorded once a week for, I don't know, a good year and yeah, that, that definitely will drain you. So now we do, uh, we record every two weeks, but, the, but record two show or once every other week, I should say we record it once every other week, but record two shows at a time. So at least we have weekly content, uh-huh. um, just because it does get so, so draining and yeah, it's just. Uh, the, the the being married thing and things like that it's definitely you know you're you're checking your phone more because you are doing it once a week and saying oh did I get these retweets and everything like that and I can relate my friend yeah it's just like it's
0: a that's like another fucking job man and, and it's just like I want to be available for everybody if somebody was to tweet me a question right. I would I would go out of my way to stop what I was doing just so I can answer that question that they tweeted to me because it's just like they took their time to send it my way so you know I feel like I need to take the time to send it back their way as well.
1: Right. Yeah, that's something I'm getting better at is yeah, responding to actual tweets like even if it's like a generic tweet they send to me like it's like I can still at least I can still at least respond to that, you know. Um but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's so hard, man, with a, with a full-time job, it's, it's, uh, yeah, again, it gets, it, it gets a little draining, but it, it, the one thing it is, it's, we do this because we're, we're passionate about it and it's a hobby, you know, it's something we do outside of work to, you know, clear our minds and not have to worry about the mm-hmm. everyday life. Yeah. Um, you know, cause of, it's
0: fun. I, I know what I did do is just like. What would also get us in the in the early stages of it? I know what also would get me in trouble is just like um, my old lady would be like, "Hey, we need we should go out and do this." And it's like, "No, I can't. Got to record on this night." And was, she'd be like, "What? <laughs> this is your fucking family." And I'm just like, "But I, but and, you know," and argument <laughs> ensues. So now it's just like I don't even damn leave it to chance. So like tonight, right now, we already scheduled like, "Hey." you said you was going to be a little late no problem we was going to record tonight but if any anytime between you know the time I got off of work and um, before me you got on the hooks if she said hey I want to go to the movies or do something like this I would have called you and be like hey man I can't do it I gotta go <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, you definitely have to set your priorities. And I, again, I would, I would have totally understood it at that point. I mean, it's yeah, you you gotta again set your priorities straight. But uh, do you have to give her a, a lot of notice, or can you at least have just a couple days? Or
0: well, when 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 I find out is usually when I tell her. So I can be like,
1: hey, yeah, instead of waiting on it and just kind of holding there and it's like, how am I going to tell her? But instead yeah, you just that, tell her happened. right away, just get, rip off the Band-Aid and just get it over with. <laughs> yeah, that that has happened.
0: It's just like, like I'd be so fucking nervous because I don't I, I don't want her to get the whole thing of like, like I'm putting this over you. You know what I'm saying? It's right. Like, I would
1: rather do this than go do this thing I, that you want to do. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I mean, that was kind of why I was late in my replies to you because I was worried about that very same thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I actually didn't even tell her until this morning. I like texted her while I was at work and just told her, hey, by the way, I'm going to go on this guy's show tonight. Uh, (laughs) And uh, yeah, I... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it, it's funny because yeah they do the exact same thing um but yeah i need to just start telling her right away you know and probably be a lot easier and a lot less uh emotionally and and uh, mentally draining yeah because like i know um before we moved here i had like
0: a little area to where i used to podcast now i'm just like in our little movie room it's not really mine but I, my shit is in here but i had a whiteboard up and I had every day that I, in time that I had somebody scheduled on the show so she can just walk in there and look on the board and she can see whatever, you know, I got scheduled. So it wouldn't
1: be a surprise, you know? Nice. Yeah. That's, that, I wish I had something like that. I, I have to, I have so many, uh, God damn kids! Um, <laughs> they're in all the rooms. Um, I uh, so I have to record in my kitchen. I'm I'm just right here, right in the open, right in my kitchen, recording with my laptop oh, and everything. So, uh, I don't have I don't have an office or anything, which I desperately need. I'm building one as we speak. Well, not as we speak, but right now. <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm I'm thinking about doing that. I'm uh I got a, a screened-in patio, and I'm thinking about do it. If I can get if I can get away with it, making you know building some walls out there and you know, a little uh, portable AC unit and yeah. just doing it out there, but Dog, we'll I'm, see.
0: I'm getting the fucking fever right now, man. It's just just like <laughs> I, I'm. We got, I got the walls up. I got the first layer of drywall on the outside. Um, I got my door. Um, I got the door. I just haven't put it in yet. And um, probably tomorrow sometime all this weekend. I'll be um, laying out where I want my outlets at so for uh, my electric
1: and all that shit. Okay, and, man, uh, you're doing electric and everything. Look at that. That's well, awesome. I'm, j- I'm just laying it out. I'm not hooking it up. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's, that's how, that's how I was. Actually, we, we had to, when we, you know, surprisingly had our uh, second daughter or not second daughter, our third kid, which was a daughter. um, We had to make a room out in the the garage into an actual bedroom. Uh, So I did most of the work, but the electrical, I wasn't going to touch that. I just let everyone, I just, I hired a guy for that and just let them do it all. Yeah. What, well, I got
0: the aspect of it down. Like, I know what the wiring Combination is I know how to li- wi- Wire the light to the switch And like to right. run the, you know, the outlets to each other and everything I know how to do that but like to actually Put the you know the main power to that I'm not touching that so like I said I'll put the boxes and the lights wherever I want it I'll wire it up to that part but When it's coming to hook it to the breaker And all the other bullshit I'm gonna let a pro Do that I'm just letting him check over yep. my wiring And he can do the rest <laughs>
1: Yeah, the breaker. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I wasn't gonna touch either. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. I probably couldn't have even done the stuff you said you could do. So, um, but I <laughs> that's why yeah, I decided to do everything. Um, university, but, of uh, YouTube. yeah. I mean, th- sorry, go ahead. As a University of YouTube. <laughs> I know, man. I've done so many things. Like, I've done so much stuff around the house, to my car, everything, thanks to YouTube. I mean, it's it's crazy what's on there and what you can learn. And just if you just, you know, actually spend the time to actually watch it and just follow it along Um, and just do what it says. Yeah, and it pisses
0: me off to no end to where, like, (laughs) I have found so much shit on there that I've wind up doing myself you know because of the videos with the as a guide and i get so pissed off i was like all right i want to know how to do this and i either <laughs> don't get the ver- the verbiage right to put into the search block or they don't have a video for what i'm specifically talking about and i get pissed off i was like why can't a motherfucker go
1: in the goddamn (laughs) youtube and put up video (laughs) i know it's like man i don't know if i'm just wording it wrong or if it's just not there it's like how can you not explain it to me um yeah same thing i think that mainly happens to me when i have like computer issues at work or something i try to look up you know uh things to do and it's it's like you don't know what i'm talking about um but I mean, the main reason—I mean, so you want to build like an office out in your your or wherever you want to build your what you're going to build uh, because you have a passion for this. I mean, the the podcast—you you've been doing this what two years? Yes, sir. Yeah. So I mean, did you? I mean, cause I'm, uh, me and Dave both say we're, we're not like talkers, but at the same time, when we get like a mic and like headphones on, it's just like something, something about it just lets us, you know, get, <laughs> get our thoughts out and everything, uh, which was never something I thought I would be able to do. And I just have such a uh, passion for it and it's just so fun even when it does get you know I do get a little burnt out or it does get draining sometimes and it does affect the home life it's still something I continue to want to do is that uh is that kind of how you, you feel or how 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 are your feelings on that yeah it's
0: it's the same man it's like I said it many a times it's just like I'll come home and I know I had to do it well I don't have to but you know i i know I have a set a time with somebody I damn you know I, I made the commitment and i just be like man i don't feel like doing this shit but as right. so, soon as i hit that record button i'm like yeah let's do it
1: i mean that's funny because when, when you asked me if i was ready you know when we were about to record i was like yeah i'm as ready as i was <laughs> i'll ever be i was just like i just gotta rip the bandaid off and just do it because i definitely get like anxiety and i'm like oh i'm all nervous and yeah. You know, I'm finally starting to obviously warm up, you know, now that we're recording. But yeah. it's just, yeah, it's it's just once I do it, I'm just like, man, I'm so glad I did that because it's like it's like an adrenaline rush in a way. It's like yeah, you kind of you kind of get a high off of it. Yeah. And, and any time I record with somebody, it doesn't matter who it is. It can be,
0: you know, guy that I've known for, you know, every year of my life or, you know, somebody I'm meeting for the first time or whatever. I sweat. I don't know what the fuck it is It's just like I automatically sweat And it's like Yeah It's cold as fuck in this house You know I mean I'm not wearing An ass load of clothing It's just like I, I sweat You know As soon as I press The stop button with you I'll get up And I'll be like
1: Fuck Why am I sweating <laughs> i know right uh but you're glad you did it then though right yeah (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely yeah i mean it's i don't know what it is it's just like something about that like record button you like know you're like live so it's like like almost like a subconscious like buzzing in in, inside of you and it's just like oh god i'm live i'm live what do i do (laughs) but it's just it always ends up working out somehow yeah i don't know man it's just i don't know i just i don't i can't describe it it's just a thing (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah that's exactly how i I would describe it a thing yep you got it
0: (laughs) now then um, what turned you on to movies i mean i know it's a major point of entertainment you know everywhere to just about anybody but like what really made it like a passion for you to enough to where you started a podcast
1: about it right um that's a good question um I mean my first initial love of movies was was the you know original Star Wars movies uh and then I got into like Indiana Jones things like that so it was like those those big spectacles those big like action spectacle movies um and uh as a kid I was always interested in like watching the behind the scenes of movies like how it actually was done Uh, I remember even watching like a little uh behind the scenes uh thing they made for a new hope the first star wars movie and uh just like watching that over and over it was just something about the making of the movies um and i would just like kind of play play out scenes as i was a kid like that's what my imagination was was just playing out the scenes that happened on the movies now doing it in my backyard which i know every kid did but it just kind of fed the fuel um but then as I get older, uh, again, uh, Dave, uh, again, was a big part of that. I, you know, I kind of started hanging out with him when I was like 16, 17 years old. Um, and uh, I forget what exactly – where how the conversation was going, but I like had asked – it was like a couple other people in the room. I was like, "What are like the good movies? Like, I, I forget what movie we actually watched. That I was like, "What's you know making me ask this? But I was like, "What what what are the good movies? Like, what what do I need to see? And I remember he mentioned uh, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, um, uh, Taxi Driver, things like that, Raging Bull, even. And I was like, okay, so I put that on my list and went and watched them, and it was just ever since then at that moment, I just realized just what a actual, uh, passion and love I had for him. Just the, the, the drama of those movies he had suggested, it was like so unique, something like I had, you know, never seen before. And it just, uh, just sort of hit me like that. Um, so yeah, I think the Brown, like 16, 17 is where I really got the passion for it. And, um, And now I'm just rambling. I hope that all made sense. (laughs) Skirt Had to put the brakes
0: on real quick. Let me interrupt this podcast to talk to you about a sponsor again. I know you heard them at the top of the show, but here we are. So I can tell you about Studio Headphones. Um, They're freaking awesome. And, um, you know, upon opening these things and, you know, out of their packaging and everything, it's just like the way they're crafted and put together, whatever, it's just like, I don't know, man. It's way better. Presentation of uh, you know the items within the box. I mean, they had like this metal business card in there, and then they had like um with the tray headphones. That's the um, the Bluetooth headphones, you know, the ones that you can wear around your neck and everything. And they come with this like leather pouch that you can put things in. Mainly the headphones. I don't know what else you can put in there. You can probably use it for a weed bag or anything like that. If you got a little bit of weed, you can't put a lot of weed in there. Anyway. That's part from the course Talk about headphones And these headphones Are the greatest headphones Ever Uh close second for me Is um the Incredibles But we're not talking about The Incredibles right now They don't fucking sponsor this show They should But they don't um, Go on with studio.com I said studio Studio No T Studio Studio Studio.com Enter that promo code 3 R show And get you 15% off some already affordable headphones. Now back to the show. Yeah, this is damn. All right. In that vein of everything you just explained, tell me a movie <laughs> that you've seen as a child that you went back and watched as an adult and had a different viewpoint or appreciation for that movie.
1: Oh, man, that's a good question. Um, hmm.
0: Because I can can tell you, it's just like, all right, we didn't have access to what we have access to now. So like when a movie came back like in the 80s or the 90s or whatever, you know, we had to wait for it to hit the theater and then we had to wait damn near a year and a half or whatever for that motherfucker to come out on VHS (laughs) or some shit like that so i mean and then there was like no twitter and no other ways to find information about this damn movie other than to watch it with your right. own eyeballs so now you're we right. got exactly shows dedicated to the behind the scenes shit and um all this other crap and it's
1: just like it's way different now uh, one uh, yeah no i i totally know what you're talking about um yeah one uh, is obvious it, as it might seem to some people, but uh, E.T. E.T. the Extraterrestrial in 1982, <laughs> Steven Spielberg. Um, I, I watched it as a, when I was a kid and I want to say I liked it when I was a kid, but it was almost like the fear of it that I liked about it when I was a kid. Um, and then when I went back to it as an adult, it was just like so more – Emotional and so much more moving <laughs> that uh, people kind of, you know, you know, not make fun, but just kind of joke around with me that I love this movie so much uh, now just because it seems like a kid's movie, but this movie is just something about it just uh it's more than just a, a kids movie you know it's an uh, it's an emotional journey and it's this kid trying to find his own way you know in his adolescence he's got a it's a broken home you know he doesn't have you know his father's you know off and with some lady and he's there with his mom and just it uh i don't know just when i was older it kind of hit me a little more and just it became one of my all-time favorite movies so uh, yeah i'm going to to answer your question shortly I, i'm going to say et was uh, uh, was that movie for me so much so that you have a picture of
0: you on a tricycle with a mini ET <laughs> in a basket as your profile pictures on
1: Twitter. Exactly. Exactly. Um, that was a, a movie day at work. And, uh, you, you know, if you just, you just people were dressing up like their fam- favorite movie characters and I'm not one to dress up. So I was like, I'm just going to put on a red hoodie and, uh, bring in this doll of ET I have. And, and that's what I did. But, uh, that's how much I love it as well. Yes. <laughs> now, damn, let's go to the
0: opposite end of the spectrum. What movie that you thought was the shit as a kid? And then you turn <laughs> around and watch it as an adult. And he's like, this is some shittiest of the shit. <laughs> um,
1: oh man. Um, i I know there's, uh, there's one recently, uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Do you have any off your head that you you say you loved as a kid and, and loved so I can think a little more?
0: Um, what was it? It was damn. Um, it, I'm, I'm kind of a weird case. It's just like I attach things to movies that I see. So like when you was talking about Indiana Jones and all those movies and stuff, you know, you watched as a kid. To me, right. those movies as a kid was time that I spent with my dad. So, like, okay. it doesn't matter how shitty those movies were. It's just, like, I associate it with those memories. So, like, it'll never be shitty to me because, I mean, that's something me and my dad did. You know? Right,
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely the special thing about movies is just where you were at that point in life and just who who you spent it with. Yeah, that's that's definitely a cherished cherished memory you have, obviously. So, that's going to definitely make the, the movies... Um, Last longer in your memory, that's for sure. Um, man, I'm trying to think though. What, uh, there's I know there's movies that I you know thought I know were there's beloved, some too, but you know, it's like, it like that still that emotional thing was- that I was just talking about. I'm right, yeah, I, I'm
0: gonna just I'm gonna turn my head right here. I, I got some movies up here on the wall and on the shelves and everything. Let's see if something catches my eye. Um, hmm. Do, 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 do all right let's just make it a little bit easier let's narrow it down some what movie have you seen as a child that didn't really age well as an adult
1: I can say, okay i can say howard the duck oh yeah <laughs> howard the duck that's for sure um uh what is it um uh, honestly, I don't know why this came to my mind. Sp- Space Jam, actually, with Michael Jordan, um, was one movie I loved as a kid Um, that uh, I don't think his age as well. Um, I need to watch let's that again. See, what, what was that?
0: I need to watch that again. Because <laughs> I, I have it here I, on DVD, but I, I need to get yeah. it on Blu-ray.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I tried to show my kid it the other day, and I was like, huh this isn't as good as i remember <laughs> um and also uh, and um uh that another one i tried to show my kid, hook hook uh oh, by man, uh, yeah. steven spielberg did uh robin, robin williams dustin hoffman i remember loving that as a kid i went back to it trying to show my kid and it was like man this is kind of boring <laughs> yeah um it's just, yeah. Uh, I remember what, um, think what.
0: else. I got a, a movie up here that I I remember as a kid. I never really seen it again as an adult, but I have it here in the collection. Is um, The Adventures of Baron Munchausen.
1: Oh, I can't. I I'm drawing a blank there. What What is that? Oh man, this is, uh, this is about a guy
0: named Baron Mooch uh, Munchausen Mutch, or whatever the fuck, and um, there's <laughs> stories. Um, made up about him to where like he had this a uh, crew of men. One that um had um uh, he could run so fast that he had to wear a lead boot to slow him down. Whenever he wasn't running, um he had this okay. this one guy with him that was like super strong and he can lift just about anything. And then like Baron von himself, he was just like indestructible. He can do anything. He can you know get out of any situation and everything. And um
1: yeah. I would say look it up because it's kind of hard to explain. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll definitely, I definitely will be looking that up. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, and had uh, Robin Williams in it. Uh, he
0: was a floating ro- head in space. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, there you go. That tells you the caliber of movie right yeah. now—a fucking floating what, head in space. <laughs> what's it called again? I'm gonna look it up. The uh, The Adventures of Baron Munchausen.
1: I think, or something like that. Munchausen, Munchausen. Okay. Uh, okay. I I recognize the poster, but yeah, I don't think I ever, I ever actually saw it. So that's a, that's a movie you liked as a kid and didn't don't like so much anymore. Well, no, nah, I mean, I would
0: never seen it as an adult. I can only remember it. from (laughs) from as a kid I have it here in the collection but I have yet to go back to it as an adult because like I know how I remember watching it as a kid and I was just like oh man this is the greatest thing ever and I just don't want to tarnish that (laughs) yeah I know that's 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 the thing because I was in Walmart I was in Walmart and was just sitting there at the top of a five dollar bin and I was
1: just like oh I got to get it (laughs) (laughs) have you uh have you showed your kids any movies that you you still love and they just didn't like
0: mm, nah I mean they kind of found the um the ones that I kind of liked as a kid you know well younger and everything like um the original ninja Turtle movies so okay they, yeah they really dig those and then yeah. um what else? Um, the Lion King, of course. I mean, I, I don't think I was a kid kid when that
1: movie came out, right. but they were itty bitty, teeny tiny. And um, yeah, I try to show my kids like the old Disney movies and uh, f- f- some of them they like, but others I'm just like, come on, sit down and watch. And they just kind of just walk away like 20 minutes in. And it's like, OK, I guess we're not watching that anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just like kids memory, you know, attention span. Now it's just like meh.
1: <laughs> yeah exactly exactly cause like I uh, can
0: remember watching movies with my papa or whatever, and I was just like if he was watching it I was watching it you know I would only right. get up if I had to go use the
1: bathroom yeah exactly yeah uh, I yeah, I wish kids were the same today, but, you know, it is what it is.
0: You know, I mean, we, we got all this movie equipment and shit in here, so we pl- we had to plan out nights to where, you know, hey, we're going to watch a movie. So everybody, motherfuckers put your phone
1: away and get your ass in here and watch a movie. <laughs> yep, we watching this. <laughs> what's, uh, what's the last movie you saw in theaters? Ant-Man nice me too me too i know you you y'all did a show on it (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's right yeah um what'd you think of it i think it was just filler yeah i mean i i I can
0: can see that because it was just like to the point of what y'all saying the bad guy was
1: kind of a bad guy but that really Right, yeah, it just was, yeah. The bad guy was absolutely filler. It's just like they wanted to tell this story of Ant Man and them finding, you know, the original Wasp uh, as Michelle Pfeiffer, That's trying to find her bad. again. So it's just like, but we gotta have a bad guy. So what should we do to give these heroes obstacles? Yeah, because like, <laughs> yeah. like I, I guess by I guess proxy,
0: by that made Lawrence Fishburne the uh, bad guy. Yeah, uh, but guy. he was like. I'm not sure if I'm a bad guy. I'm just trying to help you, but I don't want to yeah. do bad shit to help you. I just want to do it the easy way.
1: <laughs> yeah, it still it still wasn't clear like what yeah what what actually his motive was or anything. Yeah, because it was um, like uh,
0: the one point in the movie. I mean, fuck it, spoilers. Uh, it was just the one point in the movie. She was like, well. He has a kid. We can go fuck the kid up so we can get him to do whatever the hell we want. He's like, no, no, no. (laughs) We can't do that.
1: (laughs) He's like, okay, (laughs) fine. (laughs) I do have some morals. Um, Well, when he was first introduced or when she first introduced him, I thought it was like I thought it was her dad. So then I was confused when they show another guy in the flashback. I'm like, wait. That you just kind of made it seem like that was your dad. Like, what's going on? So that was kind of incoherent in a way. Yeah. I mean, it was still fun. I mean, it's Paul Rudd doing his thing. So I mean, it's it's, it's still a fun movie. But yeah, like you said, it's definitely filler.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just a tie-in to the 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 massive
1: thing that was Infinity War. Right. Exactly. I think I, that's why I loved how they tied it in with that end credit scene. That was that was pretty cool. Yeah,
0: and and that's what's and, crazy and, and about and it. It's, crazy it. Crazy it's just like it's just like they made a they whole made a- movie to feed to an end credit scene
1: <laughs> I mean yeah I mean that's essentially what it was yeah yeah I guess I didn't uh, think to word it like that but yeah you're absolutely right it's yeah, I mean they, they yeah they're like um, well we need to you know explain what happened to Ant-Man during Infinity War so I don't know there's this ghost character and she gets in the way and do then you, do you they, think
0: they <laughs> I, I know they they Marvel is good about how they plan out these movies But I kind of feel like, I mean, what do you think that Ant-Man and Wasp kind of wouldn't, they kind of took the square peg and shoved
1: it in a round hole to make it work? (laughs) Yeah, I could see that. Um, Yeah, it's just... And I think it is a way to make just... Uh, I think they are thinking that it, they know it's just a fun movie and they know it's just supposed to be entertainment because a lot of this movie is comedy. Yes. Um, yes. You know, it's in... Which is the, you know, charming thing about it. But... Yeah. Uh, it's Paul Rudd stand-up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah it's, it's just, yeah, it's just Paul Rudd doing his thing and, you know, and I, I eat it up because I'm a Paul Rudd guy, so... <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Now, I mean, I think... Because what, there's only another, one more Marvel movie coming out until Infinity War?
1: I think, and that's Captain Marvel, right? Yeah, Captain Marvel with Brie Larson, I think that comes out. February or March, Um, and then uh, in the next uh, Avengers, which they still haven't said what it's called. It's not going to be Infinity War two or whatever. Um, Yeah, I think that comes out in uh, in May. So um, So, yeah, I don't know if they're going to tie in Captain Marvel with you know Scott Lang being now trapped in that quantum realm or what. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I mean, Ant Man and Wasp was good, but
0: I think the movie between time that's gonna have the most impact is uh Captain Marvel. I mean we this is the second time we've seen Ant Man, you know, and Wasp to an extent, but this is a whole other character we know nothing about or haven't seen before on the screen.
1: Right, yeah. I mean this is gonna be a total origin story i mean this is uh i mean this was the end credits of infinity war so i mean this they're definitely building up to this and again i think that end credit scene of of ant-man being stuck in that quantum realm um will tie in now to uh captain marvel from what i've heard i'm not too familiar with Captain Marvel in the comics or anything um, but yeah it's it's definitely going to be a huge indicator of what's going to happen um, in the next uh, Avengers movie which how they're all going to return from Ash because I mean we all know they're going to return as, as cool as that scene was of them all turning to Ash we know they're going to be coming back uh, it's just yeah. the matter of how
0: because mm-hmm, like um, I, when we was talking about um, Infinity Wars initially Uh, when it came out or whatever we did a review oh well not a review we just kind of talked about it it was just like um there were 16 deaths in Infinity War and only what 12 13 of them you know were no not 12 13 but um four three or four of them were permanent right Yep. So like you know, Heimdall is motherfucking dead. You know Loki is dead. You know Gamora is dead. And With, I say four ish because you know Vision is a thing
1: and not a person. You know they can probably yeah exactly that. yeah yeah which I hope you know they'll do that and not just you know uh, have a cop out in regards to it. Um, you know I hope they don't bring them back. Um, or or if they do bring them back, I hope they'll permanently k- kill as harsh as that sounds kill, like maybe captain America or even iron man at that point, like make it m- real emotional. Cause I think if they bring those four characters back, it's just going to, you know, take away that whole emotional weight of that, you know, of that first movie. And it's just going to be like, what was that first movie for then? You know, like um, April fools. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's like, you know, I, which I, I can see them you know bringing them back but I I hope they don't but if they do they better kill off other people just yeah. to you know give us more emotional uh, you know an emotional toll yeah because like even the deaths the people that died I was just like oh, oh. <laughs> what is this yeah exactly like at first I was like weirded out like when they you know winter soldier went away I was like oh damn I said they just got but him it's, back it's <laughs> It's, yeah. As soon as Black Panther went away, I was yeah, like, like all right, okay, something's yep, up. This, something's this up. is gonna this is gonna be reversed. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, because this motherfucker got another movie coming out. Spider Man
0: got another movie coming out.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look how much money these guys made. This company. Yeah, there's no way they're going away.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, just all these different movies. They have their own elements, and not just like you know we was talking about how Ant Man was a filler movie. It was, but I mean the main thing of that movie was the technology for that movie. So the quantum realm and um, all the strides and steps they made to make it to where they can actually harness that power and get in there and get out of there whenever they wanted to. I mean, that was kind of like the precursor in the first movie, you know, they were still trying to figure out the technology to get in there and get out. Now in the second movie, they realize what they need to do. Now they can actually get in and get out. So now that, main portion of that movie is what's going to play into the bigger scheme of the movie.
1: Yeah. No, I yeah, I could definitely see that. And, uh, and I love how these movies have different, you know, aspects to it. Like, yeah, the first Ant-Man was like a heist film, science film, when this next one was kind of a crime film slash heist, you know, science film. Mm-hmm. And then D- Doctor Strange got into like the spiritual stuff and yeah. like the, the you know, the... Uh, dimensions and all kinds of... Yeah, dimensions, like everything like that. And it's just like, I like how there's different there's there's way of there's ways of differentiating all these films from each other but at the same time still connecting them it's just uh, M- the mcu marvel just knows what they're doing with this it's just you would think that maybe dc would be able to do the same thing or other companies would be able to do s- the same thing with these universes and it's just marvel's just the one that's killing it yeah because like guardians of the galaxy brought us space yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah exactly like, yeah space and, 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 space and I, that was that was one of the movies that I was not looking forward to seeing I yep. just you know was just going to go see it just because I see them all and uh, that was one of the movies that's one of my favorite Marvel movies now is Guardians of the Galaxy I was so like under hyped for it and yet I was just I absolutely love that movie yeah now they, um, we talked about all the different elements that these
0: Marvel movies bring in so like Guardians of the Galaxy int- introduced us to space, you know, outer space and t- that, that kind of space travel. Doctor Strange, uh, more of a like a magic, spiritual type thing. You know, Ant Man brings the freaking science. And um, what else? We got mythology and history with like Thor and Captain America. So, I mean, what is Captain Marvel going to bring? to the universe
1: i mean it kind of seems like a a mixture of all that i know captain marvel comes from uh i can't think of the name right now um something from the guardians of the galaxy uh movie um not scrolls uh man i can't think of the name right now krolls or something that's where captain marvel comes from so I i think she'll have uh aspects of uh guardians of the galaxy she's going to have aspects of ant-man with the technology and the quantum realm and everything like that um but what what you know what that new thing she'll bring i'm not sure um again i'm not familiar with the comics too much uh with in at that all. Regard. yeah yeah i'm not at all so i don't know nothing about
0: any of yeah. those comics <laughs>
1: Right, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm. Uh, I I started to learn the comics more as these movies started to come out, with the 2008 Iron Man starting, and then just that's when I started really getting into comics. Um, but yeah, I never really got deep. I never even got into the Guardians of the Galaxy comics or anything. But um, but yeah. So I, yeah, uh, Captain Marvel. I'm not. I'm not too sure what she'll bring, but uh, I'm 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 pretty excited for it. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, let's talk about a a, a confusing topic here movie-wise anyway. What the fuck is up with Wonder Woman? So, <laughs> we started off in the past, we wound up in the present. Now we're going back to the past again. What the fuck is going on? <laughs>
1: yeah um i i don't know um i mean obviously i think this new movie will be in the because the first one was like in the 40s like Mm -hmm. world war ii era or no not world war ii was it world war one one of them (laughs) i don't know one of one of the world wars um but uh, yeah this next one's in the 80s i don't know uh dc comics is something i never really got into so your guess is as good as mine here, my friend. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what they're what they're doing here. Yeah, most recently,
0: um, my guess, uh, Tonic Mole. Yeah, you can figure out the name. But um, we spoke about that. It's just like um, we talk about how Marvel set their pieces into play to where you know they building this bigger thing and all this stuff. We we kind of said DC is kind of doing it in his own way. You know, we just kind of. Shot the shit on it to where, like, you seen uh, Batman versus Superman, correct? Yeah. Um, you remember the portion in time to where, you know, Bruce? I guess he was kind of like half in, half out, having his a uh, conniption fit, his dream or whatever, and um, right, for that brief like the moment flash in time, showed up and stuff. Exactly. So they got right. they got that element, and then um, we was talking about maybe they're trying to piece that through all these movies you know because they already talking about doing um, from what I hear on the streets is they trying to do um, a
1: flash paradox movie I mean, that would that would make sense if they did that. But it's just like, I don't know if everyone who's seeing all these movies or everyone who's seeing like Wonder Woman has seen all the other movies and knows that like Wonder Woman brings in a totally different audience, not totally different, but brings in more of an audience, I think, than, you know, Batman v Superman does or Suicide Squad or whatever. Um, So, you know, for them to connect that for the hardcore fan who's going to see every single one is cool. But at the same time for the general audience, it's it's not even going to matter. And I don't really know what DC is doing slash Warner Brothers is doing because, I mean, they're, they they announced a, a Joker, Joker movie with Jared Jared Leto, Jared Leto uh, a Joker movie with him. but now they're announcing an origin Joker movie with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Like, what? so is this, are you guys just doing separate movies now? Like, what's, what's going on? Are these separate universes? Like, I have no idea what's going on with them. Yeah, it's just
0: like... I think is, from what I understand, is like, alright, if you want to make an animated movie, DC does that the best. If you want to make a right. movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you want to make a movie movie, Marvel does that the best.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's, I think yeah, I think the problem with DC Is they were trying to just catch up to Marvel Too fast rather than trying to build Their universe like they tried to They came out with Batman v Superman way too Fast they came out with Justice League way too Fast instead of trying to just build up This universe and then do a big Justice League movie and then do You know and then be able to spread out To origin Joker movies things Like that they just kind of jumped the gun But uh, that being said I am Super excited for a Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie uh, definitely will want to see what he has to offer
0: yeah it's just like it almost feels like you know if they get their hands on somebody they drain them so fast it's just right it's just like all right who who's in charge of the batman christopher nolan and all them shits was the first three well not the first three right. but the, um the, the most recent batman trilogy the good three yeah the good three Kind of the good three, <laughs> um, yeah. So they was in charge of that. They burnt Christian Bale out to where he ain't want to do the shit no more. So fuck, we need another Batman now. So then right. now they got Ben Affleck, and then they was talking about he was gonna direct and star in the Batman movie. Now he, from what I hear, I mean, I don't know this to be fact. He has stepped down from directing so he can just be Batman. And then now people are talking about he ain't even fucking want to be Batman no more.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which I was excited for a, a, a Ben Affleck directed uh, movie because I've I've been a fan of his uh, his dir- dir- you know directing work uh, you know uh, The Town, uh, Argo, um, I thought those were both great. Um, even Live by Night, which came out a couple uh, year ago, year or two ago, that wasn't terrible. That was probably his worst directorial uh, movie, but um, but yeah, I, I I don't know what's going on with DC again. They're they, yeah they, he was supposed to direct that and star in it. And then, yeah, he was taken off of that. He was even supposed to be part of the writing. He was taken off of that. And now he's might not even star in it. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Warner Brothers is is kind of a mess right now. Yeah. And it's just like they doubly
0: well, triply fucking crazy in a the, in shit because like, all right, you have the flash from the movie universe. Then you have the right. flash and in the TV universe, then you have the Flash in the motherfucking animated
1: <laughs> universe. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it, it's just like yeah, I mean, it, it's totally just like confusing to the audience. At least uh, Marvel, you know, with their Netflix series, you know, you know they don't incorporate the you know the the TV people to the to the or the Netflix people to the movies. But at the same time, it is still part of the universe. Like they're not having a Daredevil in the movies that's totally different from the actor. At least it's still part of the whole universe so yeah dc and warner brothers they're just who knows man who knows i don't know because i mean i'm just
0: continuity is what dc is lacking
1: right exactly exactly and even when they're trying to you know have that continuity it's just their their execution is lacking too so i don't know man it's i hope they get their shit together because they're they're really disappointing yeah Now, damn,
0: what are you looking forward to, you know, here in the near future as far as movies go?
1: Uh, right now, I mean, this weekend uh, at the time of this recording, anyways, as uh, I'm not really looking forward to it, but uh, it it still seems like it might be a fun movie. I don't know. Du- uh, D- Dwayne the Rock Johnson is in a skyscraper. <laughs> you know, he's he's fighting skyscrapers now. I guess uh, that's that comes out this weekend. But uh, movie I'm really looking forward to, action wise and blockbuster wise, is uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, which comes out yeah. next weekend uh, slash this weekend, probably when this episode releases i don't know but um yeah mission impossible i uh, love that series uh, say what you will about tom cruise he is an amazing action star um and uh yeah i i, I love mission impossible series and i'm really looking forward to that he fucked up the mummy though yeah, I mean, I, I, that that was one movie. Even the trailer showed me that, like, eh, I can probably skip that. Um, <laughs> I saw it when it came out in digital. I was like, yeah, it's probably good. I didn't spend, uh, you know, as much money as I would have going to the movies on it, so. If you could take any character,
0: you know, and make a movie with it, what movie would
1: you make? Or even remake a movie? Oh, man. Take any character Like a character that's like in a book or something That's never had a movie made or Any So Any, any okay. that doesn't
0: have Or even an existing movie or character That's already out that you would want to Remake yeah. anything
1: I mean, just, this just came off the top of my head. I don't know if I'm passionate about this or not, but I w- would like to see uh, a better movie on the Lincoln assassination. Ooh, a Lincoln assassination. Because uh, Lincoln that came out with uh, Steven Spielberg was totally just a bore, a snore fest to me. Um, that's that's one movie I saw in, in 2012 and haven't seen again, so I might like it more now. I don't know. But um, yeah, I would like to see something on like that. Um but a character uh i don't know man uh, that's uh putting me on the spot here well, i tell you what while you think in the vein
0: of lincoln movies that they need to remake i would say lincoln vampire hunter
1: <laughs> i i never did see those were they were they at least were they entertaining or yeah abraham lincoln vampire hunter um i read the book
0: so that was like Yeah, oh okay. So so, the, so that was it, one of the few books in my arsenal that I have actually read cover to cover. So okay. when they made a movie, I was just like, Ma man <laughs> <laughs> You know, they left they left out a lot of things. You know, which yeah. you know, translating a, a book to a movie is you know, you, you can't have, you know, line per line, beat per beat in a goddamn movie what's in the book. I mean you gotta change it, you gotta, you know, adapt it somehow. Unless you're fifty shades of gray, where they just went they took lines from the fucking book and made the script for the goddamn movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: but um well, yeah, the Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter movie could have been a little bit better. But what I like about it is just like you talk about the the Lincoln movie. I can't really watch things like that because I mean it's a part of history, is fact. So it's just like you know how that movie ends.
1: But yeah, the... that's true. Um, but I, one of the biggest examples of that, say what you will about this movie. I mean, obviously, I mean Titanic is one of the most successful movies that has ever, <laughs> you know, cover is. Yeah. I mean, could be. I think it's in the top five most successful movie ever. People knew exactly what was going to happen in that, and look how you know they, they were still able to tell a story in a in an interesting way, unique way. So yeah. I think that that can still be done. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. But, like I mean me, but like for me,
0: Lincoln with the Abraham, vampire Abraham movie, Lincoln vampire movie, it just like it just totally, like twisted totally twisted that history. You know, it just like they took the actual history of Abraham Lincoln and they sprinkled vampires in it. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, and then that's cool. Yeah, because they're sprinkled. And that's kind of what I liked about *Inglorious Bastards, uh, Quentin Tarantino movie. Um, they totally just, you know, made it so the Jews ended up killing uh, Hitler and everything. And that was that was cool that they, they changed it in a way that wasn't yeah. something that was taking itself seriously history. or anything. They were just going to do their own thing and tell a movie of, hey, this is how history how the history you know the history we would like to tell so that's that's one of the reasons I just love glorious bastards
0: yeah it's just like um just like, like, i can remember I can reading read the book the, um, about the abraham lincoln vampire hunter and the way that book ended was like he was dying you know the, um cuz he has a vampire that teaches him combat and how to hunt other vampires you know how to find them you know it was his mentor and you know later on in the book is when he actually finds out that his teacher was a vampire and <laughs> you know and it, it, it is layers to that because like his mother died you know from a, yeah. a from a sickness or what they call it the milk sickness or some shit like that but actually it was a vampire that killed his mother and uh um, so
1: i'm sorry if you already said it but was he did in the you know story or in the movie, did he? Uh, was he killing vampires as a president? Before and after. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, so nice. it's just like when he was a child, his his mother um got killed by a vampire. So that's that's what builds the hate and resentment and everything. So like as a young kid, you know, growing up, he would uh kind of go out and try to find the vampires and you know kill them. And then, you know, he run up on this dude and then um, he start teaching him the ways and, you know, molded him to kill the vampires. And then he ultimately finds out, oh, my mentor, my master, he's a vampire too. And, you know, he tell him why he's teaching him and everything, you know, it's just like, you know, I didn't want to be a vampire. You know, this guy, this head vampire killed my wife and made me this. And with vampires in this story, is like vampires can't harm vampires they can't harm each other so like they can fight and shit but they can't kill each other it's like physically impossible so he was using abraham lincoln as his conduit with the kill vampires
1: <laughs> okay yeah that, that could be something i could get behind i would i would definitely so, check
0: that out you know they they go through all this and just like in the book it gets to the point to where he becomes the president. And, you know, he's getting older and everything. He can't fight like how he used to and shit. And you're getting beat up more often than they're not. And, um, you know, Booth shoots him. And, uh, Booth was a vampire. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's like a, it's a whole yeah. bunch of conspiracy stuff. Cause it's like the, what it was the South that wanted to keep slavery, but the majority of the pe- head figures in the South were vampires and the slavery trade and the slavery thing was ran by vampires. That was like they cattle. That was like they food market and shit. Right. So they wanted (laughs) to keep slavery in business so they could still have a consistent line to food and shit. Right. Of course. Of course. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's yeah. It's it's crazy because like the vampire side with the South so they can win the war and you know, you know, it was just they they took the existing history and sprinkled vampires all over that shit. Yeah, so
1: I like that. I mean, that's that's another thing I love about just movie art and art is just uh, being able to take something that actually happened and just kind of just spice it up a little, you know. Just uh, it doesn't have to be hundred percent accurate. I yeah. just, uh, just sprinkle little sprinkle vampires in there and spice it up. Yeah. So, like in the book,
0: when he gets shot, the dude the va- the dude that taught him the vampire he go he comes to him and everything and tries to save him and he bites him you know so he can live and you know they just kind of disappear and everything because you know you can't stay around it would expose the vampires or whatever because they still kind of even though all this stuff is going around it's like behind the scenes shit it's like vampires aren't openly you know everywhere so you know he bite him he he live in there like in the book if you turn to like the last page and um, they talking and everything they're at the Washington um what um, the pool, the water, the Washington Monument to where Martin Luther mm-hmm. King was giving his speech and it was there in the crowd. They got a picture of him and his, uh, the dude that trained him. Okay. Nice. Yeah,
1: I'm going to have to check that out.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a good book. I mean, it get kind of long because like, it's taken in existing history. So it get, you know, it's kind of born here. Then like, <laughs> it pick up when the vampires come into play. Then it kind of get back into history.
1: Vampires. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no back to the juicy stuff, the bloody stuff.
0: Like, do you read books? Because, like, I have a hard time reading books. So, like, you know, I, f- I come across something like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. I'm just like, I'm intrigued. So, I have yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, know, I.
1: I- I want to read more books that I do. It seems like the only books I read lately are uh, the new Star Wars novels that have been coming out. <laughs> They've been, like, introducing new novels, like, uh, background stories in the new canon. So that's um, bullshit, man. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that's bullshit. Because, like, I know. they had all this pre-existing
0: cam- uh, uh, canon, you know, before, you know, the Lucas merger. And it was like, fuck all that shit this been around for years (laughs) discount that shit throw it in the fire i
1: mean i mean i I, I, I like but that was all just not you know uh organized and was just anyone could basically write about anything so now I, i do like the fact that it is organized now and they can kind of control like you know, any book that comes out from that company is, you know, you know that that's actually what did happen in the universe. So I do like that aspect of it. But yeah, the old books that they're just like, nah, that didn't happen. But I do like the fact that they can borrow off of those and just kind of be like, yeah, we'll take, we'll take Thrawn, we'll take him out of there and take this aspect of this story, take it out of there and just make it canon. So I do like that aspect of it.
0: Yeah, but ultimately that's what you'd be dumb if you didn't do that, you know? Cause like all right, yeah, yeah. they had all that existing content and everything, and you know, you know, I take back what I said. I didn't, I didn't. Well, I don't even think I said it was a dumb idea, but it's it's smart. It's like you eliminate all that shit, you weed through it, be like, all right, this Mm -hmm. is salvageable. We can keep this. This makes no sense. Mm -hmm. Get rid of that shit. We can take this and put this here and put this here and put this here and do this. And you know, now we can expand upon this and just make it as our own because Star Wars didn't start off as a book right it started off as a movie correct right exactly so I mean what's in line with the theatrical releases is what's gold you know all this book shit is just like extra peripherals and everything right like what's on the screen is the canon this is what's going on (laughs)
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean and again, it's the the books are for the the those hardcore people who will go into it obviously and even the comics and things. But yeah, I mean what happens in the movies is essentially what's going to what, what Essentially, is happening, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it is cool that they can just be writing a book and not know where to go from there, and just be like, oh, let's check out this old book that came out a long time ago that we say is no longer canon. Let's just take th- some things from there. It's no longer plagiarism because you know we kind of own that." Yeah. So, uh,
0: <laughs> what you thought about solo?
1: I, I I liked it. I didn't love it. Um, yeah, it just. Uh, It it was almost too safe. You know, everything was on the surface. I wanted them to go into more depth of who he actually was instead of just, I don't know, just kind of an on-the-surface story. Um, Donald Glover is such an amazing, you know, artist, whatever he does. I love everything he does in, but I feel like he was underused. They should have used him, Lando more in the movie. But uh, overall, I I liked it, didn't love it. Mm, Okay. Now, um, Now. Are you, what did you think? I, I thought it was fun.
0: Yeah. it's just like I didn't go into it like I didn't want to see it, honestly, but I know my son likes the Star Wars and I was just like, why wouldn't I see it? You know, I got movie pass and shit, so fuck it.
1: Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean movie pass is definitely the way to go. Yeah, but damn
0: yeah, it was alright. It was all right. I mean, it wasn't like I mean it, it, it Rogue, like, Rogue One was a bomb ass movie this was not.
1: <laughs> oh my God. I loved Rogue One. Yeah. This was nothing compared to Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I hope um, they take notice. They they see what they did here and they'll be like, all right, we just need to take it back a notch, you know, just uh, sit on the, the game plan a little bit more and kind of flesh this out.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely aspects of Solo that I loved, um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, critically, it didn't do too bad, but just the box office, man, that was, uh, you know, compared to the other movies, it was kind of a disaster. Um, so we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens in, uh, in the future movies. Yeah. Cause like, you know, I know
0: is, is the freaking, the clone wars series still canon? The little yeah, Wars
1: Yeah. Clone Wars is still canon. Uh, that was one of the ones they kept um you know in in the canon they didn't throw that out so yeah that's all canon so all the darth maul stuff that happened in there um you know will relate to what happened in solo
0: yeah this movie was the movie was kind of confusing me you know because like i forget about the prequels (laughs) so i was just like (laughs) yeah so I was like, "Wait a minute," because Darth Maul shows up in um, at toward the end, and I was just like, "Wait a minute, how you got robot legs?" <laughs> he hadn't even fight Qui Gon and all them yet. I was like, "Oh, wait a minute, yeah, they did. All right, this is later. All right, fuck." <laughs>
1: Yeah, I know. It's uh, it's definitely uh, it was a risky move of them. I mean, especially for people who just follow the movies and stuff, because obviously in the Clone Wars he was brought back and Solo takes place after that. Uh, so yeah, people who just watched the movies and they saw him die in a Phantom Menace are like, what's what's going on? What is this? So it was it was a little gutsy of them uh, to do that. Um, but uh, for me, I, I was definitely pumped to see him and you know and. Wish it kind of would have made more money because it seemed like they were going to, you know, maybe even make more movies off of this and base more movies off of it. But if it doesn't make money, they might not, you know, dive deeper into this universe. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's weird. (laughs) (laughs) It is weird. (laughs) Uh, Hollywood is a weird thing.
0: There is one book that I did read called The Enemy. And it was another one of those zombie movies to where um, the disease would only affect affect um, people um, past a prime, like almost if you hit puberty, that's when the disease takes hold of you. So like, all the adults are zombies and shit, and majority of the people that's still running around is like kids and teenagers and shit.
1: Okay, interesting. So like. It it's called The Enemy. enemy? Yeah, so like... Okay.
0: It's just weird because like all the kids are hunkered down. is in London. So it's like all the kids are hunkered down in this warehouse and everything and they just kind of sh- sheltering in place because, you know, all the adults and all the mature kids are fucking zombies now and it's just like all these little kids and shit. And um, they got one kid that's like throughout this the book throughout the story and everything um he's um making a transition it's like his it's starting to affect him he, you know he's getting the hot flashes and he's slowly morphing throughout the whole movie yeah. but he's still like ultimately somebody shows up to their little fort and um they they help him out, they get him in, and he tells them that they um, held up in Buckingham Palace and they got and water and food and all kind of shit. And it's like, we don't trust him. He came from out there, you know, blah, 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 blah you know, that type of deal. <laughs> so, um, they, right. all, they all get together and it's like, you know, we getting attacked here more. There's a big herd coming this way and we ain't gonna be able to sustain. Our best move is to go. So, they all make the trek and like through the whole journey from their base all the way up to Buckingham Palace or whatever, that one guy is just like slowly turning. And then um, and like now what they're seeing as well, the virus is kind of evolving as well to where the zombies are starting to get cognizant and be smart and form plans and shit and even almost um, coping to make speech because what it is is essentially is like is making them spaz the fuck out and it's like taking all their basic you know functions to where you know how we're sitting here talking now is like they can't do that it's just like all kind of rage and shit and they just want to beat shit and eat shit and you know just ah but like it's starting to adapt itself to where like
1: there's a leader zombie it, it's, it's crazy <laughs> yeah I mean it's, it sounds interesting what what I mean what what made you think of that Rob what well, what in that, our solo talk made you think of that Yeah because
0: I want that to be a movie <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> oh, okay that okay so you tied it into that okay I was just wondering like well I was like oh what? did not even think of that but yeah it actually sounds quite intriguing and especially yeah zombies zombies becoming almost cognizant and conscious it's kind of scary it is yeah it's very it scary is. yeah <laughs> very scary. and then like there, i mean there is a movie called the enemy but it has nothing to do with that um it's uh jake gyllenhaal movie came out in 2013 denny vilnov directed it uh, but yeah it has nothing to do with that now with you guys or whatever you know listening
0: to your show is just like yeah because i mean i like movies i enjoy movies but like my thing about it is, is like I remember the characters in the movie and I remember the movie, but I can't spit right. out like, oh, directed by this guy, starring this guy and this guy. <laughs> I just, you know, I just remember the movie for what it is, and y'all be, right. y'all be like, getting me, man. And y'all be, oh yeah, we watching this movie and it was directed by this, and he also directed this and this and this. And now it's like, oh, how <laughs> did they remember all this shit?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's kind of a big way I follow, you know, I. I would watch a movie. You know, when I was starting to really get big into movies, I would watch a movie and see, like, all right, who made this movie? Who made this? You know, who is responsible for making this this wonderful movie? And then you just IMDb is a wonderful thing. You just kind of you know go through their history. Like, what else did they make? Um, obviously, I follow actors too, but it's it's, it's good to follow directors. Too, essentially, you know, they're they have a huge in the in the puzzle that is a movie so um but yeah i i, I can see not knowing them too <laughs> well
0: i know like um since i've been listening or whatever yeah i did the review for the um, 2001 space odyssey yes sir and um i heard that episode and i think so far from what i've heard of you guys i think that was your best episode so far
1: Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that that actually, I, I appreciate you saying that because, I mean, that's, I mean, we're very critical of ourselves. We're always wanting to do better and we kind of, you know, are hard on ourselves. And that is definitely one of the episodes we even as ourselves thought like this, this felt like a really good episode. So, yeah, that definitely means a lot. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. And then um, you did the top five comedy villains and I
0: wanted to submit uh, <laughs> yep. Ernie McCracken from Kingpin. That's a Bill Murray's
1: character. <laughs> oh. Bill Murray, you can't go wrong with Bill Murray. Yeah, uh, no, that definitely was it, it, it came across my view when I was, you know, coming up with my list, but uh um yeah, no, know that that would be a great choice, that's for sure.
0: And also um and also, what's what's his name? Um I forget his name. Uh the the Asian guy in uh, the Hangover the first one. <laughs>
1: Yes, uh Ken Jong or yeah, something yeah. is his name. Yeah, he's, he's Oh my god, yeah, he's a he's a great villain. It's it's funny cuz he's fat. Um uh yeah, I love him. Yeah.
0: But hey man, you're a fellow podcaster and um you've been doing this for a while. I didn't I don't think I asked uh Dave this question or whatever, but what do you see in the future? for the blockbuster mentality podcast within the next two years so where would you like it to be where do you want to be what
1: do you see uh, i mean obviously you know you want to get more listeners you want to get more people interacting with you on, on social media things like that knowing that piece people are listening but um i guess you know Other than that, uh, other than, you know, more listeners, more, maybe even some sponsors, things like that. But uh, I guess just getting more guests, you know, again, we just started to network, you know, finally, after a a couple of years of doing this, Uh, just started to network. So we're definitely going to, you know, do that more. Um, And maybe even, you know, get some, you know, even if it's just minor celebrities, try to get them on the show just as guests, just to, you know, pick their brains about movies or, you know, even if it's just those generic questions I made fun of earlier, you know, we can, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully get some of them on. And uh, I think it's just a matter of being persistent and being uh, consistent in, you know, releasing content and trying to make yourself better, not being complacent in what you're doing and just... Constantly just reevaluating yourself and just trying to again look for a better avenue of getting your message across and, and you know, making sure the passion, the the fire that is the passion, it doesn't uh it doesn't burn out. Yeah. All yeah. that
0: stuff you just said. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> i know yeah I, I try to make things sound so deep sometimes and then i'm just like what am i sound what am i doing i sound like an idiot right now but uh but yeah uh, I'm, I'm i'm pretty genuine genuine in that uh, in that uh you just that i just want a partner
0: <laughs> yeah um <laughs> i was speaking about you saying genuine or whatever i think about the singer
1: <laughs> yeah i know as soon as I said that, I was like, that kind of sounds like genuine. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I was uh, I was hoping you'd go there. There you go. I, and I did. I granted your wish. <laughs> Thank you. And I, I always knew I liked you, Rob. Oh, I'm blushing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Before we go ahead and ride on out of here, tell everybody. To where they can find your podcast and where they can find you on social media
1: all right you can follow us on our your anywhere you want to listen to podcasts you can just search blockbuster mentality we're on stitcher we're on itunes we're on soundcloud pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts you can find us you can find us on twitter at blockbuster uh my personal account is at bc uh that's b s e c o r d and uh yeah just uh you can find us on YouTube as well we post YouTube versions of our show and yeah that's pretty much it Rob that's all I got for sure and uh once again I'd like to thank you for
0: giving me your time uh thank you for um being a part of the show and since you've been here once the door is always open for you to return to plug anything that you want to plug except for your orifices and um yeah, that's pretty much what it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, my orifices are fine. Uh, the, no, no need for plugging there. But yeah, no, this was awesome, man. I appreciate you having me on. And again, same goes to you. Your door's always open for you to come on our show. And uh, we'll definitely have to do have to do one of your favorite movies in our show once and analyze that and and get dive deep into it, my man. Oh, I'm down. I'm down.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, we're clear, man we good all right cool man this yeah. was awesome and a lot of fun good yeah i mean it was just a lot of rambly ram 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, i think the one thing that don't kill this was just the delay too much too much delay
0: yeah you know i'll yeah. be
1: i'll try yeah. to clean it up yeah. as best as i can and i'll address it as well sounds good my man but yeah this was a lot of fun honestly this was uh, a lot better than I thought it would go. I just uh, I feel I have a little self-confidence, so I was worried I would be terrible without Dave, but uh, I think it went pretty well. <laughs> yes, you did. It. Yes, you did. You survived. You survived. <laughs> I survived Rob's show. Yep, and it survived you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I really have to take a piss, so this was a lot of fun, but I really have to take a piss. <laughs> All right.
0: Have fun. Hope everything comes out okay.
1: <laughs> All right, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, see you. See,
0: you. and that was Ben Benjamin. three stacks <laughs> from the Blockbuster Mentality podcast. Great chat. Um, we talked about hooks, Rubs and spices extensively, which you can get some of that for your face, neck, and chest at uh, hooks, rubs, and spices dot Dot com. So you get some of that and put that on your, your barbecue. See, maybe we even me and him even got the same type of grill or whatever. So that's cool. I, I think I might jump on that this weekend um, while I'm at the same time trying to construct this man cave there in the garage and whatnot. So, I mean, dog, like I was saying, I just been it's been taking over me these past couple of days. I've just been sitting there and, you know, studying at the altar of YouTube figuring out how to wire shit um, getting different ideas kind of wanting to build my own desk put my own furniture and shit in there and um what (laughs) what i'm realizing is there's like the basically basic way to where like you know back in the olden days to where they didn't have like a, a pocket jig and shit and all these other power tools that they can make um the construction of things easy you know and I'm seeing these people use these things, and I'm like, "Oh, this badass! I need to get one of those." And then I looking at the price for this shit, and I'm like, "Ugh, I'm at the caveman this shit." Because <laughs> um, yeah, I'm thinking about building a desk and you know putting some lights up in the room, and um, I'm gonna hang my outlets tomorrow, so that's cool. Uh, man, I'm also excited because I got a one of them fancy purple mattresses in the mail today they're not sponsoring the show they didn't send me one for free i wish they did but um yeah i got that we opened that thing up it fucking popped out like an erect penis it's like poof, and then it just sat on the bed and um, mrs b rob is sitting on it right now laying on it doing some um computer searching and shit so i'll get a report from that and then i'll go lay down on it tonight and uh Take my first snooze. I had to try to christen that before the kids come back from the summer, and um, yeah. <laughs> but um, it's great. Last week you heard uh, Dave Danny is what I call him. and um, now you got to hear Ben Ben jamming, Um, both ends of the Blockbuster Mentality podcast, and you know, usually um, when I can get them both separately, I would prefer to do that. But I'm also trying to get them here again, as a collective and, you know, we'll do some random shit. You know, I'm also trying to work on some other I like to call a series, just like how I did with the boys from the Just in Time podcast. That was four separate podcasts that we did. So we did three individually. Then we did the fourth one. All four of us together, you know, in podcast harmony, you know, a white guy, two black guys and a Hispanic guy, you know, racial equality and harmony. <laughs> So yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that with other podcasts and if you're listening and you run a podcast, you got multiple hosts or even if you're solo, hit me up. I I'm interested in getting your podcast origin story and everything. You know, just like um Alexis Victorious, she was not bitten by a radioactive uh, seamstress to get her, you know, cosplay making powers. Maybe you was a bit by a radioactive microphone which it's highly unlikely because they're inanimate objects, and I'm speaking into one right now. And if this motherfucker jumped up and bit me on the lip, I highly doubt I would be podcasting anymore. All right. So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get on out of here. Um, you can find me on Twitter at It's robbed Rob. That's I T S B R O B. If you want to talk professional wrestling and uh, any other general shenanigans, that's the place you do it. Um, while I'm thinking about it, I like to also apologize for delay, the delay, the delay and the lag in our conversation. So I'll try to clean that up the best I can. Well, you know, if if you're hearing it, you you, you see the results. We'll hear the results or whatever. But, you know, I just if it sounds kind of out of place and out of sync, you know, that's what it was. Um, also, you can follow the show on Twitter. That's this show, the Random Rounds with Rob Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, me, not us, me, at 3Rshow. That's 3Rshow. And if you're hip and trendy, you can also follow 3Rshow2. That's T-O-O. You can go to randomrobcast.com, which needs to severely be updated. If you know anybody that's in uh, web design and they want to do that for me, tell them to hit me up but you can go to randomrobcast.com and find many ways to help and support the show. There's Amazon links. There's, um, Amazon wish lists on there to where you can donate equipment to the show. You can donate money to the show. Um, you can buy merchandise t-shirts like, uh, the homeboy Zach. He just, uh, I mean, I said, Zach, that's my nephew. I just talked to him. He just had a baby. So now I'm a great (laughs) uncle, but, um, it was Nick, there it is, Nick. He just bought a random ramblers with Rob shirt. It's the um, Run DMC random logo. I wish you know everybody would take heed and follow Nick's uh, lead and uh buy some merch. But but in the same vein, you can be a patron to the show, just like Brandon McIntyre, Glenn Abbott, and King Ajar. You know, there's Patreon links on the the website but you know i just thought about that because i didn't want to leave nothing out but at the same time you don't have to give me shit you don't have to give me a dime of your goddamn money but what you can give me is your ears weekly or however you listen to podcasts and you know maybe take a little bit of your time to write a review on amazon on um i don't know why i said amazon i don't think about my amazon links again fuck them links review itunes spotify wherever they'll let you write a review for the show do it five stars preferably but if you got some constructive criticism and you want to put a lower ranking do that shit i would like to know give me the opportunity to ignore whatever the fuck you're saying (laughs) but um yeah if you want to call the show you can do so at 304 uh, 825 Leave a random voicemail, just like Hoppy did. Hoppy is starting to come back into the fold again. So um, I'm excited about that. You get some more whimsical tales. And um, hit up Studio. You need some headphones. I've been using mine all this week. And um, use that promo code 3RSHOW. Get 15% off your headphone purchase. Use that promo code 3RSHOW at hooks rubs and spices on etsy.com and I'll uh, get you 10% off uh, shout outs to them boys over there on the, um, Cretans Guild for ordering them up some goddamn hooks rubs and spices appreciate you using the promo code 3Rshow and yeah I got all that shit out of the way I'm sleepy I want to go lay on this purple mattress um, I want to get up early in the morning and start on my construction project so I can get all this podcasting going on in my own little studio joint And um, with that being said, I'll see you next time.
1: The pickle. The whole day, 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 the whole, the